tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Cut my life into pieces. What? This is my last resort. Suffocation. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so hardcore. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. I can't even take ourselves seriously. Nando wanted this song. So bad. No, I didn't want <laughs> it. and I were like, no, Papa Roach. Papa Roach. And Nando's like, we have to have it. But it's my jam. I know. That's what he said. I wanted to pick Tender, Legal Tender by the Handsome Furs. Right. Which was the opening song from the episode. That's what the ladies call you with your new beard. Yes. The Handsome They call me Legal Tender. No. Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> legal Tenders. Well, welcome well, well, to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. We're here again. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Julia Carley. Hello, Braz. Hi, everybody. I'm also and joined by the, by the, well-groomed, lovely, beard-manicured Nando Velasquez. Someone manicured. I, okay. I did get a comment on YouTube that I, I had the I homeless it. look going on. So, yeah. yeah so I, you homeless, I do have a home. I do have a home. You don't look homeless it's today. You look, I, you look, you look, I look, look a little more yeah. legit? Really? For those of you watching on YouTube, you, okay. you look less homeless you than look you look dashing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I miss, appreciate that. Missing is... Uh, oh, and Marissa Serafini's here, too. On What's the up, two. guys? Hi, Marissa. Um, missing is, uh, obviously, is Joe Sanfilippo, who... Who, oddly enough, called me uh, yesterday from San Francisco. He's hanging out with Larry Ellison oh, up there. Oh, yeah, that's doing, what you do. Doing, doing One World or Open World where the big yeah, Oracle convention is. Thing. But it's his anecdote, i got to share this to you because it's so Joe Sanfilippo. His anecdote was like, yeah, so I'm up here and someone goes, do you watch our show The Blacklist? I'm like, yeah, I do a podcast for that show right now. i got to call Raz. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Joe. Oh, <laughs> so wow, we did. This is this is the year of Flippo. He's like, yeah, I do a podcast for that yeah. show today. <laughs> today, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> so anyway, but he's he's working. So, so that's, that's if he's that present, you really trust his predictions. That's all. Yeah. I, have to say. I don't know. Yeah, the, well, year, is that of the year of Flippo. Oh, year of Flippo. Okay, buddy. We'll, we'll see about yeah, that. We'll see about that. Well, have fun with Larry Ellison up there. We'll, we'll we're here. If that's really who he's with, yes, he might not even know for real. Who knows? Yes, exactly. That might just be a story. Uh, so into the episode, um, yeah. in episode number two, uh, the Monarch Douglas Bank. Number yes. 112. Number, number 112, mm-hmm. where the players dwell. That's a song. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Maybe 12. you should have picked that song to open. 112, anyone? <laughs> All right. So Monarch <laughs> Douglas Bank, when I first saw this, I thought this was a person. Now, you know, the first thing was Lord Baltimore. Then we have the Monarch Douglas Bank. I'm like, what is the royalty? Like, but it's actually a thing. It's a, I like it. I well, like it. I always knew it was a thing. I was just surprised it was on the list. It didn't make as much sense as everything else has been a person. Well, you would think the formula, you know, would be the list. The formula, which is the woman, the formula, uh, Miss uh, Kaja, how do you pronounce your name? Kaja, Kaja. Tomjnak. Tom Sack. Tom no. Sack. Yeah. Yes. Tom Sack? Yes. Sack. Two against one. Okay. Tom Sack. Let's, it's true. Let's go with it. Kaja Tomzak. Kaja Tomzak. Tomzak. We might be missing a little inflection. We agree. My Polish is rusty. We might be missing a little inflection, but that's basically it. Uh, but I thought you thought it would be called the formula, but it's called uh, Mark Douglas Bank. Uh, let's let's start with some some quick impressions. Give me thirty seconds on this episode. What do you think of this episode, Nando? 
Uh, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, you know, we we most of the season one has been in New York. West Washington DZ, it's yeah. been all local. So yeah. uh even though I'm sure they just shot most of this maybe in sound stages. What, you think they flew to Poland to shoot this? I don't know. I don't know if they did. The <laughs> exteriors the exteriors were from Poland. Yeah, those nice little shots. So stock footage. But, th- uh, yeah, yeah, but the stock not footage. the yeah. Yeah. But but it's nice to see them go you know, I I, I think I talked about it last week when we started seeing the Mossad agent, which we see a lot more of this mm-hmm. episode. So we start getting some answers at least with we'll her. We'll talk about her later. Yeah, we'll talk about her later. It's, uh, but it's nice it's nice seeing uh it's nice seeing this whole thing like they're in a different country and uh you know wrestler and keen are pretty much working with everybody against them at some point so yeah. it was really nice and dramatic nice little european type of thriller sure type of scenes there yeah. trying to get away i love i love, I like I love that. that they opened it up international we saw last week when they, mm-hmm. when they, they were uh in in africa and this week they're in poland well so. usually we see red doing something like international while they're the doing jet. stuff in the states but now at least we get to see the team international absolutely too, which i like which, thank god he has that jet because he is everywhere all at once yeah. Yeah. it's hard being international he's rolling Chris everywhere criminal criminal? mastermind thing? Maybe, yeah. thing what do you think um i like this episode um I, last season my favorite episodes were the episodes where the blacklister of the week and our stock characters uh, all their stories intertwined and I think this is a perfect example of that right. um everyone's sort of involved so it doesn't feel as choppy to me as like oh this ha- this is happening over with Lizzie but this is happening with a blacklister mm, so right. I like that um synchronicity there I also enjoyed uh being able to get a little bit deeper into Red's past Sure. um so I'm really excited to see where that's going to go um, I do want to say how right I was about the pill popping being a thing, Nando. You yeah, know, I, guess, I, I couldn't wait to Nando. say that. I could not wait to, 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 to tell Nando about those pills. Oh, man. All throughout my nose, there are times like, pills. Well, pills. pills. More pills, Nando. Pills. I should have taken a tally. Yeah, I wrote that down. Like, you like, taken. Wrestler gives <laughs> gives her pills from his private stash. Oh, yes, his like private that. stash. Make sure Lizzie's not working. Yeah, he's like, he's like hey, these will make you feel better. <laughs> I'm like Nando, gotcha. Oh, Nando. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to say something different than you guys. I don't have to be in agreement. That's true. No, you don't. You just right. love it when you're wrong. <laughs> so the pills, are, the pills are definitely a thing. Um, the year flip out. I uh, yeah. So the year, year, year flip out. I, I I loved it too. I love how we're off to a really good start with this season because they're really doing a thing. And, and John, um, uh, Wilkin Camp, thank you, uh, talked about this in an interview pre season, sort of saying how they're going to really. Uh, have your standard blacklister of the week like they've been doing, but really, really tease out some plot, serialized plot elements along the way, which is kind of what they did in season one. But this is off to like a really dense start. And between episodes one and two, there's a lot of dense, dense plot mm-hmm. packed in there. It's like a weird thing where they give you all of these almost mysteries at the beginning of these two episodes, and you get a sense that we're going to unravel them as the season goes mm-hmm. on. Because, I mean, we've got, you know, who... Who's the common enemy between uh, Red and Berlin? Hmm. What's the deal with with Red's wife? Like, what's the deal with our girl? This this uh, you know this Mossad agent you mm-hmm. know bumping around. What's going on with you know, with um, with a wrestler who's he's got some demons and all this other stuff? Like, all these things are gonna like you know. Uh, where's Tom Keen? Is he gonna be back? We all we all know he is, but <laughs> I mean, when is Tom Keen gonna I hope, come back? Fingers crossed. He's he's coming well. We back. didn't see any hooded figures in this episode. No, so. but he's gonna oh, his he's fancy glasses. Back. So, it, it, but it's cool that they, they just keep piling the stuff on. And in, in addition to the stuff that wasn't solved from last season, you know, the family stuff and the, and the scar and the, you know, and the, the burns and the, the, you know, remember Red's back's all burnt from yeah. the 
fire. And oh, just, I remember that. So just stop. Never hear the so, end of that. Yeah, so we'll... <laughs> <laughs> Still not convinced, but yeah. I'll never hear the end yeah, of that. sure. So we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this thing. But I, I like that they're giving us a lot, and they're still giving us the cool blacklister of the week. I did like that the blacklister was an inanimate object, was a yeah, bank, was a thing. Yeah. Although everyone in that thing was dirty as, as F. Um, including including uh, Agent Solano. Sol- What's his Solano. name? Agent Solano. Solano, I think. Solano. Yeah. Who was he? Dirty. I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but was he technically Solano. dirty because no. he was like on the? He was no. I, I don't think he was. It seemed like he was dirty, but at the end, the reveal was he was protecting the bureau because yes. the bureau also had money in there and they funded right. operations, including yeah. including the blacklist operation. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. So he's protecting him, and then this is why he was. He pulled the gun on Lizzie. Like I can't let you. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Somebody. Which is weird because the but very, she, the very, the very people that are paying her her salary, it sounds like, I mean, are, she yeah. can't been, tell her that she would have been taking him, her to the same place. Yeah. She would have been taking her to the FBI, just in the states. I guess they just wanted to keep it as private as possible. They were I afraid guess. that she was going to reveal that. You know, it's it's like one of those top secret operations that even other parts of the government probably don't even know yeah. that they're handling it this yeah. way. Well, let's, let's let's unpack this episode a little bit. Let's get into the, the actual blacklister, the the the, 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 the plot here. Um, so we we it opens. Well, first of all, we do open with uh, with red with this very cool scene. We're seeing like a, a red, a really uh, a bloody faced red. Uh, calling uh, Mr. Kaplan, Mr. Kaplan to, to clean up some mess, aka mm-hmm. Kate. We, we learned yeah, we get, her we get name. a Kate. Yeah, we get Kate. Like you know, don't tell me how to do my job, Kate. Well, I, Kate, Kate was from season one too. She yeah. was the cleaner. Yeah, she's but, a cleaner. She's well, great. but she was never. He only called her Mr. Kaplan. So yeah. today, when things got really really tough, he called her Kate. Yes. I'm confused why he called her Mr. Kaplan. Because that's her, that's her name. That's her name. That's her criminal name. Season one. Oh, her, her I, criminal name is Mr. Kaplan. Okay, well, I'm trying to remember. I, I, the Mister threw me off. Well, oh, okay. That's the whole. That was the whole joke. bit. Okay, that's all. That was a joke. But la- last season, <laughs> last season, Mr. Kaplan, Nanda watches, right? I watch the show. Okay, so last I season, <laughs> I can't remember we, everything. We, we we thought that was a really cool thing. Yes, that Mr. Yeah. Kaplan was a woman. Got it. Not that, only a woman, like a little frail old woman. A little frail old. His his cleaner was not mm-hmm. some big burly super spy. It was a little old woman who was obviously a super spy. I'm speaking for the cleaner. people who didn't watch season one and probably just Fair jumped enough. on okay. and that's, just wondering why he's calling a woman Mister. Well, I think, I think it's just a cool character character little thing there. She's Mr. Kaplan. Also, but we know she's Kate. She's Kate. Kate, Kate Kaplan. Mr. Kate Kaplan. There, that's right. There it is. Um, no relation I, to Gabe Kaplan. I know it was just no. one... No. Old reference <laughs> for an old guy. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, and I'm lost. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, I like that. I actually have to say it was kind of one of my favorite scenes. It was so it was so short. It was yeah. so quick, but it showed a relationship between the two sure. of them that that transcends just employer employee. That she has the ability and uh, and she's allowed to talk to him like that. Yeah. And he snaps back, but then he apologizes to her, which is kind of not yeah. a reddish thing to do. So I like that. I, I love that for that for all the reasons you said, but it's because in that one scene you get all the things you love about the, the about red. You yeah. know, sometimes you get the cool, you know, kind of you know smirky, in control red. Every now and then you get the super badass like assassin red. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time you get a little bit of both. And this is an out of control emotional red. We're very used to seeing red in complete control. You know, steps ahead of everyone, and this is like his wife's out there. He's got a finger. He's pissed. He's killing them. He's killing MFs left and right, you know. So, <laughs> nice and, and he's like, you know, nice this save. got, this got messy again, you know, and he's, mm-hmm. as he said, and, uh, and Mr. Kaplan warned him. She's like, you know, you're kind of, you kind of need to slow down. Well, you know? I think they, I, I think there's definitely a history between the two of them and, and seeing her again, seeing Mr. Kaplan again, I'm sure we'll probably get to see some more of her and maybe learn a little bit more, but she seems like someone who's fiercely loyal. 
toward yeah. Red. Yeah. Because, uh, she, she's able to, uh, save the day and come clean up his messes in the past. And she seems to have enough input on him to know when he's acting off. Yeah. When he's off. Well, once yeah. he got the call about, uh, the, the Monarch Douglas Bank. Yeah. He sort of he had to calm down and realize this is also cool about that scene. Like he clearly had gone out. We don't see what happened. Blood on his face. Demi's stomping around. There's three dead bodies. He's calling Mr. Kaplan. He's barking at her to just do her job. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what I'm doing. He gets the call. He realizes that is his words is he's far out on the edge of the limb mm-hmm. and the end of the limb. So he's calmed down. And then you think, oh, Red's back. He's calmed down. And then he turns around and just sh- shoots that guy in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, Red's not effing around. Like he's on some scorched earth shit. Like, yeah, he's definitely like, I will find Berlin at all costs. So um, that was very cool. And that was a very cool, very cool opening. I yeah, thought as well. loved it. Um, and in continuation of that, the other cool part of that, which is sort of intercut with this. I can't, was it intercut? The uh, the bank robbery. Yeah, it was intercut at the top. Yes, it was yeah. intercut. It was mixed back and forth. That was a great, well-directed, well-everything. Because, you know, I love seeing a, a, a good heist pulled off. And, and they were professionals, six minutes, the whole thing. Cover their checks with the weird chemical, whatever that was. They, yeah. they poured on the ground. They had those, like, biohazard-looking suits. So yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Uh, and then that whole reveal that they weren't in there to rob anything or rob, hit that bank. They were there to steal the formula. They kidnapped that one person, which was which was which was very cool. Mm. And then the other twist we find out later that they stole the formula, but the formula is not a a thing, but a person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we do in fact have the blacklister not being a person, but a thing. And then the thing inside the the black the thing inside the the thing <laughs> the thing inside the thing, thing a but a person, which is a thing, but not a thing. Huh? Not a person, but a thing. But it's a, thing, it's thing a person. Yes, person. that's what I'm trying to say. There we go. That's what I meant. I have no idea what you said. I, I think know. I got it. Shockingly, that was cool. What did you, you think of the heist? The kidnapping? Oh, I mean the, the heist. bank robbery turn. No, I heist thought I turn. thought it was a really really awesome. It was really curious to see why they were all dressed up, but it was obvious yes. to hide the identity of the next you know the person they were kidnapping. Right. But it was also the twist was it was planned. She wanted right. out. So they were actually she another twist. Yeah, yeah, they were they were they were saving. Her. It was planned. They were saving her. Yeah, that was the plan. So the one thing that I'm I'm confused about this whole thing is when Red got the call uh from Morbelowski, mm-hmm. he uh he sounded very concerned as if something was stolen that belonged to him. It well, wasn't just uh it wasn't just the formula and the fact that the formula had all of Berlin's assets, you know, memorized. It was that that it was some something that could hurt Red as well and we never really went back to that. Yeah, I, th- I think that well, I mean, I think that we're sort of think that there's a possibility that all these, you know, criminal underworld types have money in the in the Monarch Douglas Bank. So it's not unrealistic to think that Red may have some assets in there as well. So But he even said as far as he was concerned, everything was stolen. Like nothing the, the bank reported nothing, but as far as right. he's concerned, everything. So he well that that's him knowing the formula was was kidnapped. Okay. I'll give you that. Like Red I, Red, might, I might agree with you though actually that there might he might the stakes might be a little bit higher for him for whatever is in that bank. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but, or whatever the formula may have I don't think well. we're going to find out. I just, I don't know if that was a dangling plot thread or, or what, or just to make, to keep us off the track, maybe a red herring, but I felt like for some reason the stakes seemed high because it seemed like it was, Ber- but, well, at first we thought that perhaps Berlin was behind the bank robbery, yeah, I'm so, sure. Sort of like. So it actually felt like they were on the offensive again, another, another offensive front toward Red, trying to get more information right. out of him, trying to, cause they were going into safe deposit boxes. They made it sound like there was something in that bank that was going to hurt Red and it ended up being the opposite, it was to hurt Berlin right. that he wanted. So that's what, that's why I was He saw an about. opportunity to yes. Yes. get to Berlin. Yeah. So, and then, so we find this out through our boy, uh, our crack, our, our man Aram. 
Uh, oh, Rob. Good old Rob, who notices that. Getting a little quippier every episode. They're expanding his role. People love him. He's the best. He's Somebody great. on YouTube He's thought we were dissing him last week. I'm no. like, no, we love Rob. I dissed him because I mispronounced his name, but I mispronounced everything. Yeah, you mispronounced everything. Nando. Yes, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Jay. Nando. Nando. No, but I, you know. Jalea. I'm sorry. Jalea and Nando. I call him Aram. For some reason, because I, because I read it, but of course it's a wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and but no, he's fantastic. Oh, he's and my favorite he one on the task thing where he, he definitely uh, noticed that you know five people went in, six people went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Look at her eyes. Zoom, zoom, zoom. It's a it's a kidnapping. I mm-hmm. love the, at the towards the end, just a little throwaway line when Cooper comes in. We've lost control. What's what isn't broken here? The coffee machine. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> with the zinger. Oh, zing. No. zing! Every time. It's getting more comfortable there at the task force. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, Cooper. Zing. Number <laughs> <laughs> Rob. He's gonna turn uh, to the coffee machine. Yeah, Making no. copies. <laughs> Look at Cooper. <laughs> a Rom watch. Cooper Mc. We gotta, we gotta count the yeah. Rom zingers. Yeah, he's, he's got some good lines. Uh, no, so so we find that out. So then this is the part where it gets a little weird. Like, so they send they send uh, wrestler and Keen to Poland yes. to Warsaw mm-hmm. to check this thing out um, on Red's on Red's uh, suggestion. On Red's suggestion, but, yes. they, but they go there, but they they and they have no jurisdiction, so they have no weapons. Yeah. And there's that whole They bit. can't make an arrest. They can't make an arrest, but they're there so. with our with our guy. And that's, if anything, that's just to make them, make you realize that they're completely on their own when, when stuff goes down, when Ish hits the fan later on. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so they get there, they check out the crime scene, they get Red on the horn, Red, Red will be there in three hours, he's on the jet. Uh, they find the, 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 the Red... Uh, we also, before they leave yes. though, we also find out that the uh, the Mossad agent is following them. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. That's key, and that yeah. carries through this entire... I don't want to mispronounce her name. Hold on. Samar uh, Navadi? Samar Navadi. Samar or Samar? Samar. Samar Navadi. Navadi. No. It's, it, I, I, have wrote it as, B, I, I wrote it off the um, subtitles. Some of these names subtitles. are rough, man. Well, I have it as N-A-V-A-R-D-I. That's Navardi. what I have. Navadi. I thought I wrote it off the subtitles when I was looking on subtitles it. Subtitles so. are always right, son. Oh, no. I do have Navabi. Navabi? Navabi. Two against one. Okay. Oh, God. You know, I have oh, Navabi, too, actually. Oh, yeah. Right. You do. Sure. I, do, I swear. I have Navabi, and then I have Navardi, like, later. <laughs> so I read it well, I somewhere. Navabi. Navabi. With a B. With a B. That's what I said. And three N- against one. Navabi. Yes, sure. All right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Samar, not Samir. Though. If Filippo was here, he'd Samar agree with you. Navabi. So, Samar Navabi. So, there it is. yeah, we, we talked about her. We, you know, Filippo and I talked about, and I think we all did talk <laughs> yeah. about her last week, and, and she's cool, and, and we'll see if we see her, and we see her, and she's back, and she's a freaking badass. She's going to be a major presence she, yeah. in this. So we see her following them, and then we, we get the whole cool red, red substance on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, seat. Is <laughs> yes. it a chemical? Well, is what, it, what, it, what is it? Is it something that is they flammable? Use? So just by knowing it's flammable, he figured out that and it's actually like jam. It's jam from a donut, from a okay. Polish donut. I'm also right. fascinated how <clears throat> Lizzie sees this red substance. She can't tell what it is. Let me call Red Hill now. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and guess knows. what? Red knew. Of course he did. He's like, is it? Is it red? Is it flammable? Poof. He's like, ah, uh, uh-huh. Apollonia's donuts. Jelly donuts. <laughs> like, oh my god, the yeah. best jelly donuts this side of Warsaw. <laughs> Like, huh? But that was it was cool. Those things it does look good. It did look good. It did look good. <laughs> I mean anything that anything that you could set a match to. It it did look good. I don't know if there's any Polish places here in LA, but I want to try one of those things. There's out. there's there's a couple. There's a couple I'm there, gonna try. There's one I in Santa Monica called uh called uh, Wolsava. 
which is like Warsaw. You bring us jelly donuts next week, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's one. There's one in New York that I definitely love, but I haven't. Met, I don't think I've had that before. <laughs> we digress as usual. So, yes, of course. <laughs> so he. Uh, so Red Lance. Red Lance, who goes to visit Apollonia, the sweet donuts. old little Apollonia, who loves her some dembe. Oh, my sweet gentle boy. Loves her some dembe. dembe. Can you blame her? My sweet gentle. Who doesn't dembe. love them some dembe? And she's so sweet, and a, and a rather long kiss by Red. That was a little. Mm-hmm. That was a little not long, but just a little long. Not too long. Wow, I wasn't paying that much attention. To oh, that, I, that uh, was like that was a smooch. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what happened, Red? This sweet old lady's like, come here, Red. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and anyway, but that was cool. And then, of course, the reveal is she's a big arms dealer and got a bunch of stuff. And Red has to tell her that some people, you know, who who, yeah. who, 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 who you did business with, robbed the Monarch Bank, and that's trouble for you. God, and she says, you know, um, oh, my God, in Polish. And, and he says, God can't save you, but I, but can. I can. I love how I love when it. you you uh, buy arms from this woman, you also get a jelly donut. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Part of the deal. Yep. Yeah, that, that's why that's, that's that's what keeps them coming it's back. The cherry on top. Mm. <laughs> that's what keeps them coming back. Uh, oh, speaking of which, we're gonna take a, a pause really quick mm-hmm. for a uh, for a quick no, not for donuts, oh. for a message. Oh, from our folks. Well, Wherever you live in this great country of ours, Dish can bring you great TV from the big city to the farmlands, high on a mountain or low in the valley. Dish delivers all the great movies, shows, and sports you can handle. Monthly packages start at just $19.99 a month for 12 months. This is your day, America. Get Dish and get thousands of TV shows and movies on demand and free installation in up to six rooms. Visit dish.com slash after buzz. That's dish.com slash after buzz. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee and other restrictions apply. Requires a clear view of the southern sky. Call for details. Did he just say we can get Dish for just nineteen ninety nine a month? Well, yes, he did, dear. And what do we pay for TV now? A whole lot more than that, dear. And why do we do that? I don't know. Get Dish. Go to dish.com slash afterbuzz. That's dish.com slash afterbuzz. So Apollonia makes a mean jelly donut. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was yes. Good. That was a good donut. <laughs> I, that. I love that donut. So uh so we Red was right. <laughs> yes, no. Uh so we so we, we find that out, um and the which is which is completely you know, fine. So Red Red gets that information. Uh he then knows sort of what, you know who who the team is, right? Yeah. And and find and finds out what's going on with that. And breaks like in. The Mar- Marcha group, is that right? The people who it doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. Throw away. It was uh, a yeah. yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, okay. Um okay. but I was listening. <laughs> what's also happening what's but at the same time though, which is a sort of a separate mm-hmm. thing which I want to get to is we're we're also intercut back and forth with what's going on with Berlin. Because mm-hmm. Berlin has got a couple of things going on. First, he's very pissed about his assets that ha- that they're stealing from the monarch bank. Yeah. And he's talking to uh the guy um, who's the attaché, the bank, the bank president, oh, Sterling. attaché Sterling. Sterling. Um, and he's very, very upset with that and came visit, and, and made him come to, well, he came to New York to visit him, mm-hmm. uh, personally and, and, and assure him that everything's okay. Um, we also find out he's getting a fancy dancy bionic hand being made for him. Yeah, that was a cool throw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it's, by the way, he's like, yeah, it looks good, make it. Yep. So, mm-hmm. which, which is a good look because he can't have that hook. <laughs> I mean, but of course too- that, but of course that thing costs money. Well, dude, yeah. I mean, first of That's all, cost some money. dude's a mastermind criminal. He's got like, you see, it sells bank accounts. He's got like hundreds of millions of dollars. He's got a hook hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, really? He's, Feel he's free. all retro. He's hipster. Feel he's free to get up. He's a hipster hand criminal. Hand there you go. It's an ironic yeah. hook. I guess it's, it's an ironic 79 hook. 79 with a hook hand. 
Like, oh, this is a Bond film? So it's ridiculous. He's trying out anyway. for Peter Pan next year on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm glad that they someone mm-hmm. they, they corrected that and they're getting a nice bionic arm, which means hopefully we'll see more Berlin. Yeah. You know, so which was obviously great. So yeah, getting a cool bionic hand ordered and then he's going to uh have a nice visit with uh another visit with uh Naomi. Oh yes, 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 and yes. To, and to, and, and, and what looks like he's going to well, do something to her lips or nose. He, he compliments on how on how uh, she has a nice mouth. Yes, which was very um, ominous and scary, right? very deliverance like line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pretty mouth. Yeah, Mando. that was a little scary. There was a lot of connotations there. Yeah, and then they just cut. They cut to the next scene right after that line. I'm like yeah. what? Like oh, uh, and th- th- I think Spader, you know, we'll I'll talk to a little more later. But Spader does a great job of sort of playing that smoldering anger. Like mm-hmm. you just know he's just had it. He's really, really wants her back, and he's really, you know, we saw him at the beginning of the episode with, with the blood in his face and everything else. But when he got that tooth, like just his his, he, he just felt like I thought he was going to like you know punch a wall or do something crazy or throw his drink. But he just, you know, very controlled I think it's a complete frustration. He's not used to being out of control. And he's doing everything he can to get to the bottom of this and get to his wife. And he just can't get there. He's just not getting the answers that he needs. Mm. Yeah. Um, Toothy tooth. The newsflash. Spader's good at acting. James Spader. Newsflash. He's not bad. Breaking news. Good at acting. He's not too shabby. I'm just saying. You know. Uh, So that was good. And then... um, so that's all happening, and then we also see uh, this this cool scene where uh, Naomi tries to make an escape attempt. You know, she does that bib. Now, what do you have? To say I forgot to look back. I meant to look back. Did we ever see her hands? I we never, never see if she really has. Oh yeah, all no, no, she the, no, she has a uh, she, okay. she has a little a little, a little uh, thingy. So she really lost her finger. So okay. I a love bandage. me. Okay, good. I just forgot to look back to go back and look. Right. Um, <clears throat> I love me some Mary Louise Parker. I mean, She's this great. is this is the truth, and I me too. I I mean. I am certain we will see much more of her because she is such phenomenal casting. You can't just throw it away on this sort of damselly in distress two episodes. Although she did have one badass moment with the chicken bone. Yeah, chicken bone. Mm. So, um, but she's awesome. <laughs> That's all I really have to say yeah. about her. I love every second of her. She really didn't have much to say. Where did that chicken bone go, by the way? I mean, he, like, it, was it the it no? I mean, because he's, but then later he came out and he's like, fine. It's like, hey guys, it's me. And I was like, what happened? Because first he was holding his nose for a while and he's all messed up. But at the end of the episode, he was like, no bandage, no nothing. I don't know where that thing went. I don't know. I don't that know. was a weird... But I, like that she's just a, I don't know. I like that she's got a little moxie. Throw her shoe at the yeah. video recorder, make a run for it. Yeah. She, got, she had a plan. Fake him mm. out. Yeah. Didn't work out so well. But I thought it was a well well laid out plan. A little moxie. Well, moxie. I, you know what? I moxie just felt heart. like, I felt like Berlin was just too smart to fall for that whole, yeah. like, I'm gonna yeah. throw, I'm gonna throw yeah, a lamp out yeah. the window and break the window and then hide nice under a move. desk. Yeah. yeah. I kind of was, was like, shot. it was worth a shot, yeah. but I was like, he better, I was like, all right, this moment's gonna come. He's gonna surprise the hell out of her. Oh, of right. course. Yeah. So. And she got out from under that table way too quickly. Yeah. I would have stayed quickly. under there for a good long while. Yeah. So, so flashing back, once they realize they get the, they, 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 they realize the, what's going on with the formula, they meaning wrestler and, and Keen, they go to her house, they find out, uh, they meet Kaja Tomzak, Tom, Tom, yeah. Tom, Zach. Tom, Tom, Zach. Tom, 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 uh, they find out that she has something called hyper, mes- hyperthymesia, yeah, hyperthymesia, hyperthymesia, thank you. Yes. Hyperthymesia. Which is like a, a highly so really autobiographic memory. Yes. Yes. Autobiographical memory, yes. yes. High, highly superior autobiographical. Uh, that's your run-of-the-mill autobiographical memory. 
highly superior autobiographical. Okay, high, highly superior highly autobiographical memory. I can't I'm trying not to that. Anyway, hyperdysmesia. So, yeah. so she, she, so she's a blessing and a curse. She's the, she's the personification of the form. She's the formula. Mm-hmm. She knows everybody's account number. She knows why they're why they're there. She knows how much money is everywhere. She knows everything, and she's the person. And so uh, we find out there that first she was free and then she's a hobnob with everyone, and then she. So she was originally hired to, to eliminate a paper trail. Yes, and then over time uh, they sort of turned her into a prisoner. Right. And this was and her This was her every move. Mm-hmm. This was her this was her move. The stakes were too high, they didn't want to let her go. Yes. She had armed guards and everything. So there, so of course Keen and the rest are gonna bring her in. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're bring her in. But of course the, a lot of people don't want that don't want that to happen. And namely uh Salerno doesn't want that to happen, so a fight ensues with Lizzie and him. Which nice is little cool. scene nice little scene with them fighting while just past the two way mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just friends just having a nice little conversation mm-hmm. with Kaja. Just a nice little yeah. casual coffee talk. It's very comedic. Yes, yeah, very comedic. Oh, she's like, wrestlers! Yeah. Like, hmm? No! <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, but even cooler was when our girl, uh, 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 Samar shows up. Mm. You know? To save the day. To save the yeah. day with that little nice little submachine gun. Just go! I'm like, whoa! So she clears, you guys are out gun. I'll, I got, I'll cover you. Uh, this was all, and that was, so this little cool chase scene, you know, sets out, they get in a cab, and they're, um, you know, they're on the run in a cab. Uh, Kaja's been shot. Yes, and we see, Kaja's been shot, and Wrestler gets really, uh, really sort of innovative. It's crafty. Crafty by, uh, stopping the bleeding with, uh, Tampon. We could say it, gentlemen. Tampon. (laughs) Can we say that on, on on a podcast? I think we're allowed to. Yeah, uh, he stopped bleeding with a tampon. I'm not saying. <laughs> and, and not, not very, uh, not very, um, you know, it, was a very, it wasn't a very easy insertion there. It wasn't no. gentle. No, it wasn't Could you gentle. say easy insertion on podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm just checking. I don't know. So, yeah. You better put, you better put explicit on this label. <laughs> yes. You better put explicit so, on this label for that. Yeah, so that, so that happened. And that, but that was, very, you know, kind of cool and, and, mm-hmm. and neat. And, uh, and then later he, like, hooks her up with some pills. It's like, hey, yeah, check this out. I think this is the second time I say pills in my notes. Hey, check this your, one says, ooh, this, wrestler just happened to have some pills, okay. Nando. Yeah, okay, yeah, pills. Jeez. So, but I, this whole escape was weird. Like, you know, so they, they're on the run. It was kind of cool. Uh, you know, I liked it. They're, they're in the streets of, of Warsaw. And then, it's like uh, all of Poland is against them. Yes. Yeah, so the, the cops are dirty everywhere. And then the, the cab driver's like, you know, these are, they're in there. And then they leave. And they jack a car, and the car guy calls them, and then then they call Red, and Red's already got a guy in route. What happened there? Like, I don't know. This is where it gets a little murky for me. Well, no, they had they showed that one scene of the guy saying that his car was stolen. Right. That, that it just seemed out of the blue from nowhere. Yep. Right. And then Red calls. He said he had a guy that was handling it, and she. Right. That's when she asked him My man at if you trust. Yeah. Can was, you trust? Can I trust him? He's like, well, you can trust me. It's like, no, you can't. But you you can can't, trust but me. you can trust me. So yeah, and he yeah. was the guy. He set up the explosion. Yeah, too. that was the diversion. Yeah, that, that was he the had diversion. planned for them. Yeah. So that so that all happened. Then they get they hop a train. Hop a train. As you do. Riding the rails. Yeah, riding, riding the, the rails. rails. As uh, as Red said, his grandpa. Used oh, that's to right. Do. He did say that. I love that. <laughs> My grandpa used to ride the rails. He had some good stories in this one. Yeah, he had some good ones. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he finds out they, they, they take, they, they, and he, he takes, uh, the formula off their hands. Yep. And sends them on a first class, uh, flight back to New York City. Without uh, Kaja. Without yeah. Kaja. Yeah. He he's going to take Kaja off his hands. Yeah. Take care of her. He's going to then use that to leverage. Um, we did miss a scene early on where we saw Red getting his wonderful, uh, manicure or pedicure. Oh, yes. With yes. Rosa. Um, from, from Rosa, we found out was a surgeon, which plays into the thing later. You know what was really funny yes. too about that whole scene? When we first see Red, 
there's a close-up of the manicurist like treating one of his fingers. Yeah. And then he talks about Rosa being in a relationship with a nine-fingered bullfighter. So it was like all huh. – I, I almost feel like it was all references to the finger that we saw at the end of last last week's episode oh. from mm. from his wife. Oh. So yeah, so I thought that was really really interesting that they had that they had a manicurist working on one of his fingers and then talked about her relationship with a nine fingered uh, bullfighter, bullfighter mm. from Juarez. Juarez, yes, Juarez. Juarez. Uh, the, the I thought that was capital of the world. Yes, I thought that was an interesting little throwaway. Yeah. Like he's he's he might be angry and whatever, but he could still. It was almost kind of like a joke yeah. that only he knew the answer to because I don't think uh, Lizzie knew that he was getting pieces of his wife sure, in the sure. mail. So um, so all that happened. Um, then this this is where I start getting you know upset. Well, well let me just finish what this happens. We can go ahead and talk about a couple of things here. Yeah. So they uh you know he they figure out that red. So of course wrestler immediately goes into I figured the whole uh, figure the whole thing out. Cooper, it's all red. Red had the bank robbed because he has interest in the thing. It's all red. Red's the bad guy as usual. So, and that's so freaking lame ass short sighted wrestler that's from like season, season one. That's it's like, like last every freaking time. It's like it's red. It's like huh, you know you've been here for I've been here for a season and two episodes. It's not red no. ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wrestler, it's give like, it up. Get used to it. So he's like it's red. And well, then, but, you know, in his defense, he's all pilled out. He's like he's all yeah, he's uh, all hopped up on the happy pills. Clearly. Uh. Uh, and then uh, so so. Uh, Cooper kind of like goes into that and then and asks the question that we're all asking: Who the hell is Samir Navabi? Yes. <laughs> Who the hell? It's a valid question. Is Samir Navabi? It is a valid question. Anyway, so that that all happens, and then of course um, Lizzie cracks the whole the doctor, the surgeon, the doctor. She goes and gets the thing and intercepts uh-huh. the chick and gets the codes and calls wrestler, and then does that whole speech about like. After all this time of trying to save, you know, um, help wrestlers save Naomi and protect Naomi in, in the first episode. And now she's all of a sudden like, hey, man, Naomi's got to die. She's got to die. Like, she's like, I don't, Red, I, I, I'm not going to let you do this, Red. I can't let you have her. Like, you, know, I don't, you may die. Um, your wife may die. But I'm saving, I'm doing my job saving here. lives of thousands. I, I, didn't, I, I thought that was, that none of that rang like, this is a whole thing, which I'll get to in a second. So that happens. Red does not know if Lizzie's going to save her or not. Red goes to have the confrontation after a wonderful, I'm sorry, after a wonderful, wonderful scene on the bench. I the can't bear this. That was no. a beautiful scene. I love that. The meetup awesome. on the bench, with which the, was awesome. With the anorexic girl that he, story Twilight. that he was talking about. It's Twilight. time we met. Yes. That yes. was outstanding. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, and Coney the, Island. The I Coney love, Island. I love that backdrop of Coney Island because these are such dark, Villainous criminal masterminds, and you want them to meet in like a dark alley yep. or a cigar lounge. And they play the Wonder Wheels and in the then, background. Yeah, there it is. I love that. And I like that sort yep. of uh, dichotomy right there. That yeah. was really that was Thro- that was really smart. A little throwback to the Warriors, another famous uh, Coney Island. Ooh, the meetup. Warriors come out and play. That's right. Yeah, I the love Warriors that. did it. We're just old. We're just. God, you guys are so old. We're so old. But uh, yeah, back to the director story was great. Movie. Red did have that cool line about like you know basically she spent her entire life chasing something that destroyed her. Make sure your passion doesn't be your sickness. Yes, your sickness. Yeah, revenge isn't a passion; it's a disease that that, that eats at your mind and poisons, poisons your, your soul. soul. That's right. And then Berlin has a, the best comeback of the night. He says, "Your wife is coming apart nicely." Oh, so good. Ouch, your wife. And then Red so counters good. with another zinger. He's like, "You hear that sound?" That's the sound of your checks bouncing. I love that. That was yes. great. So that was, there was like zing, zing, zing. And that was a very cool. I and also felt really satisfied with that scene. I felt like I got a little bit of a payoff in a show yes. where I never get that satisfaction. Yes. Where as soon as I think I'm going to get something, they just layer on more I want mystery. Berlin to be Red's daughter. 
<laughs> that could be true. I totally want sense. that. I want Berlin to be Red Star. He lost his hand in the fire. It's their relationship. No, let's just have a buddy. Let's just have a buddy comedy with the two of them. Buddy, yes. cop, buddy criminals. It's like midnight criminals. run with with uh, Berlin. Midnight, midnight run, run with Berlin and Red. How many old Red movies are we going to bring? <laughs> oh no! That was that, that, what was that? That's like midnight 95. Run. No, midnight runs eighties. No, Charles Grodin and uh, right. yeah, it's eighties. Marissa, give me give me midnight run. I'm gonna say 1990. I will look it up. For I'm gonna say 1990. There's a lot on the I'm line here. Wrong. There's a lot on the line. I'm gonna say 89. I'm going 89. I'm sitting in Flippo's. I'm sitting in Flippo's seat, so I gotta be right. right. 1988. Oh! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong for once. Sting. For oh, once. All right. Time. Let me pull up my list. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're, we're, we're way off track. So that, yeah, that 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 cool scene was great, and then so they have the meetup. They do the exchange. Red doesn't mm-hmm. know if Lizzie's going to come through or not. Lizzie, of course, comes through, saves Red. Uh, they have that little poignant scene at the end where where Red realizes that. Um, what does he say, Julie? I know you have the whole thing. Right I, now. I, what, well, I don't know what scene you're talking about. <laughs> I'm lost on you right now. Red has said many things in this episode. No, that's the very, the very end of the episode. Um, you know, he he tells Lizzie that he confronts Lizzie and says thank you, and Lizzie says, "I realize that my I'm, I'm charged with you're an asset. I'm charged with protecting. Right. I was yeah. just doing my job. At that point, I sort of threw down my pen for a second. I was like, Are we going to do this again? Are we going to be like, I love you, Red. I hate you, Red. I love you, yeah. Red. I hate you, Red. Again, that was kind I'm going like to use nod. you whenever I can, but then. I Leave me alone. It was a nod back like, to the oh, stuff in season okay. one that annoy us. So, so let's 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 get into that for a second here because I you know we have we we talked about pairing this cast down. So we have the cast of the, as we know it is pretty much uh, you know Cooper, Wrestler, Keen, and Red with a little you know, a little, little Amar on the side. Little Amar, Amon. Amon. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Go on. <laughs> Amar. Um, Amad. Oh my god. 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 <laughs> We suck. We're a Aram on the side. Yes. At least we call him Aram. If, if Flippo was here, he would have gotten it right. He would have yeah, he he gotten it right. He would have gotten it right. Anyway, so, we, so, so, so these guys, <laughs> these are central characters, and, we, and we're focusing on them, which is fine. But still, the, the through line between those three characters is they none of them trust. We spent the entire season one with none of them having varying degrees of trusting Red or uneasiness and trusting Red. I realize that this is something that drives the show, the need for, like, this conflict between the task force and Red, this uneasy, you know, these strange bedfellows, this sort of uneasy you know, relationship that we have to have. So the show does work to a certain extent if the, if the task force doesn't trust Red, if the audience doesn't know Red's motives. However, I think the audience is pretty clear on who Red is. Well, I mean, in terms of, in terms of his, his his overall demeanor. How often There's does a, he have to prove himself? Do we, yeah. did, did anyone think that Red is evil? Does anyone think that? I mean, no. we have, he may have he's great. motives. He's great. He's got he a gray area. Gray. He may be. He may be a badass. Will shoot you in the back of the head. Yeah. He may do some some all kind of no. crazy ish. Look, here's the thing. We know that that Red has his own motives yeah. that are not the same as uh, as the the task force, as the government. He right. has his own motives completely. So it's one thing to say like he's pulling Kaja for his own interest. It's one thing to say that he's doing it on his own. It's not. But but Rezo's like blaming the whole robbery. The whole thing is a Red. Is a red thing. And it's like, no, it's like, it's obvious that red's just working with you till he doesn't need to work with you anymore. I feel like he's always the scapegoat when they don't know the answer. Yeah, they're right. just taking it's it red. too far. But how many times, how many times gonna happen? Because not only is he the scapegoat when everyone knows the answer, but it's like, Lizzie, who who has sat with him on the swing and held mm-hmm. hands and cried and drank the weird milky drink with him, yeah, and the, <laughs> in season one, yeah, and has been through all this stuff. And even though at the end of the season one, she had that whole like. You know, where you know you're you're dead to me, kind of like monologued with Red. I'm only you know, you're a necessity, but we're done or whatever. 
And even though she's come back this season a tough, a new leaner, tougher, wigless Lizzie Keene. <laughs> um, Thank God. The fact that she's going back to this old rap about, you know, Red, I don't trust you. You're but, a like, Come on. I disagree with you on one thing. I mean, look, for the greater good, for, I mean, she's looking at the greater good, which is sacrificing this one person for the greater good. Berlin is a terrorist, and yeah. all of this money will go to causing havoc everywhere. Who knows how many people will die? I, I agree that, uh, you know, she can be annoying at times, but she is purely going from the greater good here. Sure. She has no idea what this woman, Naomi, has to do with her and with Red and why she's more important than the lives of who knows how many innocents, how many people around the world that could get injured or killed uh, if Berlin is left out out there with his assets untouched, right? Very true. And okay. frankly, for all so, of my for yeah. all of my yelling and screaming and belly yeah. aching, she made the right decision. She does have the soft spot for red. Does she make the right decision? I mean, again, it's the I greater mean, well, good. She, I mean, she does make the right. She makes the and right we, decision and as far as already, we're concerned as viewers and lovers well, yeah, of the show. And we've already we don't even want to had, see red die. You well, want to see red die? We've no, no. What we are you don't. saying? But I'm we kidding, but kidding. we already see we already see even Kaplan saying red. You're acting. You know, red's even saying passion is a disease. And obviously, he's you know Berlin through that back in his face and says, you know, says you're very passionate about the people you love. Right. You know, perhaps you're the one that needs to be careful with your passion. So here we go, seeing Red making a decision to to trade Berlin all this money that can cost who knows. I mean, he even said it at the end. He said, you can give me back my wife and we can continue this war. Right. Or you can kill my wife and I can keep your assets. Right. Mm-hmm. So really, he pretty much said, let's continue this war. Right. And, and Lizzie, that's not Lizzie's job. Lizzie's no. job is to protect. No. He also made a plea to Berlin, you know, and kind of said that we have a common enemy. Like, this is something, you know, who, yeah. we, should be, we shouldn't be fighting each other. We should be together trying to figure out, figure out who did this. Who did this? Because I didn't kill your daughter. I mm-hmm. didn't do that. So you're, you've been pissed at me all these years. Like, I didn't do that. So someone wants you to think I did. That's the person that we both need to find. Mm-hmm. And Berlin was like, whatever. Kind of glossed over it. Yeah. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So. Well, because he's consumed with this idea of revenge. Right. He doesn't want to hear it. But I think the thing we also need to remember about this whole thing with Lizzie's decision is that with the way Red plays it up like she's going to regret her decision and obviously we're sensing that there's more to Naomi than you know oh, yeah. than 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 we realize i mean that last shot was really well, up Naomi the in the car that that the last handoff. no well, before yeah. no the, the, before the, the handoff the, the handoff like he's, she, he he keeps her blindfolded yeah. yeah and and it gets wrapped to her and doesn't like there's no embrace there's no kiss there's no there's no throw off the blindfold and hug. There's no acknowledgement. Of, there's no acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. It's just get her out of here, Dimbe. So I'm just know? really curious to see what this payoff is with her that makes her more important than than stopping Berlin in his tracks mm-hmm. by taking all his money. Well, on that, can I ask you, what, 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 how did you read that scene? How did you read the scene like with, with her blindfolded, Red walking up to her and not, and, and, and just kind of putting her in the car? What, what, what did you well, take from that? What does the, that mean? The only take I can take from that is that, um, they have a really, they have quite a torrid past and a big, big story back there. Um, they obviously had to part ways, and she had to go into hiding, and maybe he did it for her safety. But not like, you know, you're welcome, or no, like that, or you'll never see me again. Just nothing? No, is it like a, prote- I think this was is gonna, a protective thing? Like, you know. I think this is going to come out as we learn more about her character sure, sure. Of, of why he made that choice. Sure. And why he was willing to sacrifice thousands, the possibility mm-hmm. of sacrificing thousands for this one woman. I think we have a lot more to see from her. Right. Okay. Fair enough. And then so that, so that, and then also uh, in our epilogue sort of thing, after we, you know, get the shot of everyone, we get wrestler looking at the pills again in the drawer. We get <laughs> and Julia looking at me while <laughs> yeah. wrestler's looking at the pills. But we do get this this uh, you know we get our Mossad agent talking to Harold Cooper. 
and giving him some some very some very uh, cool intel. Yeah, that Cooper's doing like her research. Great, this is great intel. What do you want from me? And then they cut yep. away, which makes us think that she wants red or, or something yeah, with red. We think she wants red, but what she really wants is on the task force. She wants yeah. And so he's like, cool, you're in. Which I actually predicted. I predicted that she would be. Did you? I did predict last week. I I, I didn't predict that she'd be in the task force, but I predicted that she'd be a part of this whole thing. That that they're bringing another. It makes sense to bring someone from another government agency in. That this this show will go more international. Actually, I did say this show will go more international because they're they're including her in this. So Mm -hmm. so she's in. And they went to Portland. So the task force has now become this international task force, obviously, with with this. And then so. uh, It seems she has a farther reach and less rules. Right. So Mm. they can gather some really interesting intel from her. Just for her guns. We already touched on just a button button the the episode up. We already touched on the whole uh, confrontation or conversation with Cooper and the Attorney General. I'm the Deputy Attorney General. (laughs) (laughs) We we we, we touched. Touched on hmm. that conversation with those mm-hmm. two about the you know about uh, agent what's his name's Salerno. uh, Salerno's involvement and uh, the money and uh, we touched on that and so um, so then we see the last thing we see is this conversation between Red and the Mossad woman uh, and their friends and it's all part of some plan right Red's looking forward to working with you looking forward to working with you. All work, no play, makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, oh, I love that reference. Yeah. Flirty, so a yeah. shining on you and uh-huh. a little shining reference, but also as we predicted in episode one, a little flirtation. A little flirty. I think I predicted they're going to be a couple. I think you did. So you know that was that was a little you. you know. Also, something that was revealed in that last scene before he took that phone call with Lizzie is that it he's alluding to that uh, Lizzie might have someone who's. Who's giving her some information? Yeah, the source. A source, yes. Right, and and Lizzie's like, yeah. I mean, who me? Lizzie NASA to me? What? No, I hate you again. (laughs) Oh, which is interesting. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. who? So who's that? Yeah. Happy. No idea. Maybe Fitch. Do have any idea? I'm just just throwing. I'm just throwing like a name out. I'm just saying Fitch. Tom Keen. Somebody who knows it. Anyway, I don't know. That's interesting. Like who that source is. I wonder if it's yeah. someone that we know from season one, or if this is going to be someone entirely new they're going to introduce. I don't know. Yet to be seen. That's all, that's all. Again, densely wound, you know, tight, uh, packed with mystery and plot that we can mm-hmm. just sort of unravel throughout the season. I like that's it's a good <laughs> yeah. way to do it. Um, all right. So like, and then so red. I mean, like, where does this leave red? And you guys, I'll talk a little bit about red. Where does this leave red in your opinion? Because we see him, you know, because we always see him, Mister Cool, calm, collected, uh, ahead of everyone. We saw him a little almost unraveling here towards the beginning, mm-hmm. and then uh, he seems to gain control. We see him in a bit where he's very vulnerable out there. Like you know, he's, he's depending on, on on Lizzie to save him. You know, he's hoping because he could, as far as he knows, he may die. Mm-hmm. You never see red to, in a position where you know he who knows what's going to happen. You know, um, so I mean, where 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 does this leave? Do, you, do we see a, a red that's sort of back in control? And 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 what, what's what's red's larger play here with this Mossad agent? Any thoughts on this? No. Uh, well, I think the next no no no, no I don't. Right, cool. I think no. the next step for him now that that level of def- desperation has been uh, quieted a little bit now that he knows where his wife is and she's back uh, in her in his custody. In, in essence, um, he needs to find out who their common em- enemy is. Mm-hmm. I think that's the next step. Because otherwise, this war will be never ending. And right. This guy is is mean. The super blacklister. I keep I keep waiting for. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, um, and I mean, the task force is the task force. Lizzie, the task force. Um, you know, I don't know. What any 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 loose ends here in this episode? You miss anything you want to talk about? Nando? Maybe it's Tom. Maybe Tom is the one who's giving her. I don't think so. Uh, he's the only one I can think of. I know. He's the well, I, well Fitch. Alan Alda. Fitch, okay. Oh, Alan Alda Fitch. Maybe they're yeah. going to bring yeah. Agent Malik that's back Fitch. from the dead. Uh, yeah, they'll bring her back <laughs> from the dead. No, they have a psychic. They have a psychic oh, that's going to do I, I, Yeah, I mean, the source thing kind of is, 
out of you know out of thin air. So we'll see if that turns into something. Okay. Uh, as far as loose ends, uh, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head All right. that we uh, haven't covered. I can tell you, like for my money, like the episodes, these episodes have been like they get they're really great. They they, they start off with this wonderful bang. This is my only complaint about the blacklist in general. I'm sorry, world, I've got a complaint on the blacklist. I'm sorry. But, you know, the episodes always start out so great, and they're really, really great throughout, and wonderfully, you know, dense plot and some great action. We get to the end, that last, those last sequences, that sort of like when the, when the, when the, when the music starts playing and you get the insight into the lives, it kind of like falls apart. Like the whole sequence with her and Wrestler, like the whole little, you know, her and wrestler like playing a little footsie. Yeah, sorry, okay? I was so hard on you when his reaction time was so awful when she shot yeah. his yes, ass out. Yes, well, because you know it's going to really develop into a like you know, it's like a mile away. It was, it, we've been, it, I've been saying that since season oh, one. Yeah, like waiting for time, touch on the shoulder, uh-huh, a little, little linger there. Yeah, I mean, but it's just, it just all that just feels like you know, all right, make get, him really reconsider taking those pills. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So those I don't pills. know. That, that's only the only. It's, and last week we had the, the wrestler monologue. Maybe the pills are Viagra. Had, you know the thing. So <laughs> maybe he's just taking Viagra. He's just getting ready. Getting ready for. He's getting ready for. He's gearing up. He's gearing up. That's, you ever think about that? All right. <laughs> uh, think about let's that, uh, let's let's shift gears into some news and gossip and get get a new some news. I should say. TV um, I, you know, it's been, the last week was a, was a big week for the Blacklist cast. They're both, uh, they're all over the place. As, as we talked about Spader's, you know, billboards that are still all over town, mm-hmm. which are fantastic. Uh, Spader was on, um, Fallon last week, as was, um, as was, um, Oh my God. Megan Boone. Megan Boone. Megan Boone. No problem. Uh, <laughs> and they're both great, uh, respectively. Spader, uh, had just said that he'd been so busy working on, on, on Ultron and working on some of the stuff on the Avengers movie that he had not had a chance to see all these billboards all over town. He literally would like go do this voiceover and then go, you know, home and sleep and whatever. And he said that he, he's close great anecdote about a friend of his, like, Stuck in one of the tunnels, and a bus goes to the side, and it's a big, big picture of, of the Spader's face. Cool. He's like, "Oh my god!" And then another bus comes to the other side, and it's like surrounded by two Spader's faces. So that was that was kind of a funny story, but uh, but he said, "Yeah, he, he enjoys the show, and it was a great episode." Uh, Megan Boone also was on uh, Fallon the, the next night, and she started talking about some potential blacklisters, and she let go that a blacklister coming up. A big villain will be one, the one and only Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. Paul Rubens, Mr. Pee Wee Herman himself. Uh-huh. Actually playing, there you go, thanks, Marissa. Uh, <laughs> actually playing Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman blacklisted. It's Pee Wee Herman versus Red. Number three. Number three. <laughs> yeah, three. Say, what number big would top Pee Wee? What yes. number would Pee Wee be? <laughs> no. So that's uh, so that's that. Look, look forward to. That's and then also awesome. there's some there's also some interviews out there with with uh, creator John um, Bokenkamp. Yeah. Camp. Thank you. Uh, talking about sort of parsing out the whole season, basically sort of saying that there will be lots and lots of uh, the wrestler story to unravel, lots of the Herald story to unravel. So what he promised that, as we talked about last week, we'll be able to get into these secondary characters' lives mm-hmm. and sort of get them more involved. That's because, you know, there's a little, we talked about this, them being a little, like, sort of cut-out characters last season, so we'll get to get them, you know, more involved and get some more backstory. And maybe they said some of wrestler's pa- past may come to haunt him. Ooh. So, I don't know. We'll see what that means. Hmm. But uh, you guys need anything else? Anything um, just ratings-wise, yeah, you, uh, you, you, you got ratings too? I mean, yeah, you do it. it was just a bit of a dip from last week. Last week's premiere was really strong. It was 3.4. We didn't get a chance to talk about ratings because we, no. we did the show on Monday night last yeah. week. Yes. So uh, it was a great, strong showing. But this week it dropped a little bit. It went to 2.8. Still a good number. Uh, still a good number. Nothing, yeah. nothing to be totally ashamed of. But, you know, compared to some of the other shows, it, it, other shows last night 
went up and Blacklist went down a little bit. Sure. So, you know, right. but that usually happens when you promote a season premiere and sometimes people it's drop be off. Just fine. It'll be just fine. I, It'll be just fine. So. I think so. All right, let's jump into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I'm going to break format. I'm going to go first. <laughs> I predict this season. I will still ask Julia to go first. Ah! <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew there was a... Um, I actually have something of a prediction. I think Red's going to be on the hunt for his daughter, Jennifer, that we talked about a oh. little bit in this episode. Oh. What did we reveal about Jennifer? That they, she had gone into, hold on, wait for it. She was placed in protective custody with her mother in 1990. Yes. And the Marshal Service lost contact with her seven years ago, and she's been unaccounted for. So now that he has uh, Naomi in his grasp, and he, she kind of owes her, owes him. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to use that as leverage to get in contact with Jennifer. Sure. Boom. Who has predictions this week? Me. Boom. I like so, it. So you, you predicted that his daughter, who he hasn't seen in years, he's going to actually search for his daughter. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a crappy prediction. That's, that's, that's big. That's I big. Hate you so much. <laughs> really big. I'm, 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 uh, I predict that he's going to have lunch tomorrow. I predict he's going to wear a hat. <gasps> yes. Week. I predict he's going to wear a hat. I, I, I predict. <laughs> How about both. how about this sort of prediction? I predict I predict that as far as Jennifer's concerned, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say this. This, this I'm going to say that a blacklister has her. Oh, boom. Okay, that's a prediction. All, All right. right, that's a prediction out of nowhere. Okay, okay. Based on uh, I have no idea what clue. I'm just saying yeah. that. And then pulling of course ass, I'm you? pulling out of my butt. <laughs> pulling yes. out of my butt. And uh, and I also say um, I, I I don't know. I want to what? say there's no more pills. Just no, say, oh, no, more pills. no more pills. Oh. No more pills. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. no more pills. Yeah, All right. I, I'm gonna stand by it. I bet you're praying there are no more pills. And Mike is a follower. You'll never hear the f and end of it and, for me. And Mike is still a follower. I'm gonna go way out on the limb. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm gonna go way out on the limb here. First of all, I'm on record. I'm already on record. My first two predictions. I'm on record saying that you know, uh, Red and the Mossad agent will have. Totally see that. That'll yeah. be a relationship. I'm also on record sure. saying by uh, uh, Cooper's wife, old Charlene. What's her name? Yeah, Charlene. She's, We're gonna see her. We're gonna see her, and she's not gonna make it. Not gonna last long. I mean, maybe we won't even see her. She's maybe I disagree she's not going to make it. I really? disagree with that. Oh, so, I totally so I just want to re, re, you know, reiterate my, my, my predictions from last week. But I mm-hmm. also want to say, this is a bold one, Oh, that uh, Naomi is going to flip. I think Naomi is going to be in league with the hmm. super, not in Berlin, but the super blacklister. Cool. The one who's, uh, who's in charge. I think, she's a double agent. I think, I, think, I, think, I think Naomi is like really upset by, by the life that she had to lead through Red. I think this may or may not be the last, either this was the last straw and she will go help, you know, get, eradicate Red from her life so she can be free. Or she was working with this super blacklister all along to already eradicate Red, and this whole Berlin scheme didn't work, mm. and now she's going to do something else. I, it's something uh, something's off with this Naomi. I just think that Mary Louise Parkin that just there just to be sweet and and, and damsel in distress. Not just be sweet. Mm. That's what I got. Right. And boom, boom, <laughs> bam, boom. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's it for this week. We'll be back with more stuff. But and don't uh, forget Nando. iTunes. Oh yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. First, and don't forget YouTube. I'm an a-hole. Yeah. First of all, 
Thank I you predict that. so much. You predict <laughs> I predict that. You're an a-hole. Uh, thank you so much for all you guys who listen to us on, on YouTube and all of our YouTube. You guys are fantastic. It's been so loyal uh, to, through Even both seasons. Even the one seasons. who called me homeless. Even the one who's called homeless. And you guys, yes. uh, please continue to comment and please continue to call Stop us out on here. stuff. You have and, names. Yeah, do you want to hear some names? Yeah, yeah, do some shout-outs. Shout outs. I have Dave1555. Dave. Amanda Henderson. Yes. Uh, Mahogany, Mahogany 1985. 1985. Yes. Oh, God. That was really. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, X1. Yes. Life is Short 214. Doris Maynard. Pablo Zayas. Leba. What? What? Who? You missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Deepak that. I said- Kongham? What did you. Okay. Right, <laughs> okay. Enough. Get in Zero trouble here. YouTube. Choi RM. <laughs> <laughs> Apogee. There's a seven. lot. Oh, you guys are really you, coming thank up. You so much. Thank, Jose Ramirez, thank you so much. Tiffany F. Lucia de Bon. De Bon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Say cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank, oh, and, and many and, more and, that and, I didn't And all of our Twitter so folks you. like Langley and, and Mai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, even the ones who think Flippo's right. And Vanilla Cupcake. And all of our Twitter people. Thank you so much. Thank you. And please also on iTunes, feel free if you're listening to us on iTunes or feel free to also rate us on iTunes. That really helps other people find us. iTunes another way to listen to it when you're not when you can't watch you can listen there so please feel free to check us out on iTunes and rate us and vote for those who are doing that thank you very much I had much. the names up but I can't find it's them so, right, so we'll thank you thank you for all of you folks mm-hmm. and um, we love you very much my right. chair is sinking I think I'm like where can we it's find where can we find you Julia me yes well you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram mm-hmm. at my name, which is Julia Carely, J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Stop making fun of me, Nando. Right, just Where can we find you? You Nando? can find me. I, you know, I want to watch Midnight Run. I got, I got the hankering for Midnight Run it's after good. that. So that's where you're gonna find him. So you can find me watching Midnight Run. Uh, yeah. uh, but you can also reach me on Twitter at Nandovel, N A N D O V E L, and on Instagram and here on AfterBuzz for a bunch of different shows, including Scorpion, which is really, really cool, uh, Walking Dead, and Homeland coming starting next week. Yes, yeah. I can't awesome. I can't believe I got that wrong. Eighty-eight. Damn it. Um, you? Oh, me. I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. That's at Joe K. Braswell, Twitter and Instagram. Joe Flippo, who's not here, you can find him on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. at Joe Flippo. You can also find him on his website, josephsanfilippo.com. And you can find him down in San Francisco. Hang out with Larry Ellison on the yacht, Ooh. like a big shot. Yeah, mm. like he's not on the yacht, but no, he should doubt be. It. Uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 